Hello and welcome to the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Giles, founder of Chic Money. I wholeheartedly believe that financially empowered women will save the world beginning with their own. So this is the podcast for you if you know that it's time to dissolve your debt, double your profit, feel amazing about money and create the financial freedom that you have always craved. So make yourself comfortable. Enjoy today's episode. It is your time to create Femme Financial Freedom. Hello and welcome to today's brand new episode of the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. I am very excited to be here with you today. My name is Jessica Giles. I am the host of this podcast. I'm also the author of Financially Free Forever and the founder of Chic Money, a women's empowerment movement, and also the founder and leader of the Money Mastery Academy Wealth Acceleration Program. So today, oh my goodness, today is a topic that is very close to my heart. If I had to summarize my relationship and connection with all of my coaching clients through all of the different programs that I've hosted, and if I had to speak about one of the key themes and areas that I explored with these women, it is what we're exploring today. It is who you need to be for money and who money needs you to be. And the reason this is so important and of critical importance to your manifestations, to the way that you manage money, to the way that you multiply and grow your wealth is simply that every woman who comes to me knows what that they need more from money, knows that they need more money, knows that they need to do more things with money, knows that they need to feel different about money. And so it's very, very easy to get into this space of, but I need money to do this, or I need money for this. And trust me, I get it. I've been there. I was a 16 year old high school dropout working in a petrol station. I have been a struggling single mum. I have been through all of, I've made bad investment decisions for my business to the tune of $25,000 and felt like I've put my family at risk because of those decisions. I get the fact of needing money. Okay. I get that. But I also deeply get the energetics of money. I get what money responds to. I know how to help you to mag- magnify and become a match for and to manifest more money than you've ever dreamt of. I know how to do all of that. And that's how I, that's what I help my clients with all day, every day. And I love it. So I want you to set aside for a moment your notions of what you need money to do. And the reason I need you to set that aside is that you, the, your relationship with money is a two-way street, okay? This isn't just about what you need from money. This is equally about what money needs from you. And I'm going to give you the download and the scoop, and I'm going to give you to the letter what it is that money needs from you. And this has all come from thorough personal experience, from doing the legwork, from failing at it, from feeling completely and utterly out of control and in the dark and like everybody else has got this figured out but me, including a period of time where I felt like all of my clients were just rocking it, killing it, going from, you know, almost bankrupt to absolutely just rocking it financially. And there was a period of time where I thought that I couldn't do that for myself. (laughs) So 
Trust me when I say that I've been in places multiple times in multiple ways of feeling like I need money and that everybody else has this piece figured out besides me. Okay, so I completely get your experience that you may be having. So where I want to start with this is to really just show you and illuminate what it is that money is declaring and what it is that money is currently showing you that it needs from you and how we're going to warm our way up into this exploration today is for you to currently feel into what you feel money isn't giving you. Okay. What do you feel like isn't happening in your relationship with money? Is it that you're not getting enough? Is it that it's not going far enough? Is it that it's not lasting how you want it to? What is it and how is it that you are feeling about how money is or isn't showing up in your life and what, how that feels for you? Okay, because that is going to be so important for you to know where your initial shifts are to be made in terms of knowing what it is that money is is asking for from you. Okay, so if you feel, and I want to give you a completely personal experience here, um, because we all learn through <laughs> through stories and we love to hear that everyone else makes the same mistakes that we do. So I'm happy to be vulnerable and put my hand up and say, this is a mistake that I have made in the past with money. And that mistake is I have felt that money would come in in a rush. Like I got to a point where I was like, I'm manifesting money. I know how to manifest money. I know how to create and generate revenue in my business. And I would get that money flow coming in. But then I would feel like I'd get a lot of money coming in even. But then it would stop. And then the money would stop. The flow would stop. I'd use that money and then I'd be back in the same place I started and back in the same place physically, but plus a few years stress of gray hairs and oh my God, I thought I had this figured out and here I am back here again. Okay. So not a fun place to be, to be like, yes, I can manifest money, but I can't hold on to it or that it, it goes through and then I'm, I'm stuck having to recreate that momentum continuously. And so what I, the point where that all changed for me was when I said, okay, what's going on here? What do I need from money? Well, I need more money consistently and I want both sustainable and scalable income. So by sustainable, I mean, I want to know with certainty that this amount of money is always going to come to me. And I also want to know that I'm putting myself in a place and an energetic and physical place to receive quantum leaps and increases and excess and overflow and abundance and more and more and more from money. And so I sat there one day and I went, hmm, isn't this interesting? Isn't this interesting that I feel that money isn't consistent with me or that money rushes in and then stops? And then I thought to myself, isn't it interesting that I feel in my business and my focus and my life and my energy that I rush in high energy, do things and then completely step away and stop. Isn't it interesting that I think that money rushes to me and then stops, 
But isn't it interesting that I feel like I rush to my business and then I stop? Hmm. Wow. Isn't, isn't money just being a magnificent mirror of me? Isn't what I bring to money equaling what money brings to me? Hmm. So with that in mind, I thought to myself, if I'm wanting money to be more regular and consistent and scalable and dependable and certain, hmm, isn't it interesting that maybe that's what I need to be for myself? Maybe that's what I need to be for money. Maybe instead of going from looking at my bank account 18 times in one particular day to then not glancing at it for another two weeks, what if I just spaced it out to look at the bank account once per day? Instead of rushing in, giving it a flood of attention and then dropping it like a hot potato and disappearing for days and weeks on end. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? I thought to myself and I realized, oh my goodness, Jess, money and everything in life is a phenomenal mirror. And all that money is doing and giving to you is what you are doing and giving to money. And further to that, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you are showing up in this feast or famine way in your relationship with money, you're probably possibly showing up that way in your relationship with clients and friends and family and your partner and probably even your spirituality and connection with higher self and and greater powers. Hmm. Isn't this interesting? What are the interesting awarenesses and insights that you're getting right now from your own reflections on how you feel money's being for you and comparing and contrasting that to at a best guess scenario, how do you think money's feeling about how you, who you are being for money? Because if we're going to do what I encourage all of my clients in my Money Master Academy program to do, and that is to think of and love and celebrate your relationship with money just as highly regarded and respected and honored and poured into as your relationship with your favorite people in the world. Doesn't it, doesn't that show to you just how important it is you're pouring into and love and connection with your relationship with money. And I often say, you know, when I look at my own life and when I look at all the seasons and reasons and phases and stages from back from being a little girl getting pocket money to being the 16 year old high school dropout working in a petrol station to being the woman working full time and studying to being the mum at home building a business and raising children to being the single mum, to being the sole provider for my children and growing and scaling a business, to now being a woman in a relationship beyond her wildest dreams <laughs> and also growing and scaling a business and also being, you know, wholly and solely responsible for my children. When I look back at the trajectory of my life and my relationship with money and my finances, One thing is certain, the high school dropout petrol station job came and went, the the corporate job came and went, the relationship with the father of my children came and went, the the business stayed, thank goodness, (laughs) 
But through all of those touch points, through all of the different phases and stages and reasons and seasons of my life, one thing has stayed consistent. There have been different channels in terms of the way money has flowed to me. But ultimately, the one consistent through all of those different changes is the fact that I have a relationship with money. And it's multifaceted and it's multi-layered and it comes to me from different places. But one thing is true. Other relationships will come and go. Your relationship with money will stay forever. And so the one relationship that is going to stay forever in your life, is it not worth you fully investing in? I would say yes, which is why I consistently invest in my relationship with money. But this is, I hope you, not only do I want you to realize the importance of investing in a relationship with money, I want you to have a lot of grace and gratitude and celebration for yourself in knowing that just with every relationship, you know, there are the incredible highs at the beginning, you know, when you're falling in love with someone that just, goodness me, it's just a phenomenal feeling, isn't it? I'm sure at one point we've all fallen in love with something or someone and that rush of emotions and feeling giddy just at their name popping across your phone screen. Oh, I'm getting taken back now. But, you know, and then before you know it, like now my calls consist of like, you know, do we need this or shall we do that? Or, you know, so there's... You know, there's different seasons of a relationship. Um, you know, there, there's there's the seasons of just like dating and having fun and making sure that everything was prepared and preened and all of that to the the living together stages potentially where where you see a more intimate version of somebody. And so your relationship with money is the same. You're going to have those exciting highs, those painful clients, those new revenue streams for divine things in your business. And then you're going to have the lows of a month where there's more expenses and there is income or an unexpected debt or, you know, but this is the contrast of life. And so who money is going to need you to be is going to be different through those different stages and phases as well. You know, who money needed me to be as a 16-year-old girl, you know, starting to earn money in the world and, and starting to then begin to fund her education and, you know, I put myself through TAFE and university, you know, who money needed to me to be at that stage is very, very different to who money needs me to be now as the custodian of a company, as an employer, you know, employing my team as a woman who now has children and school fees and horses and calisthenics and, you know, like 16 year old me didn't need to even consider that. But now, you know, 30 something me who's building a business and has children, money needs me now to be a very different person to who I was then. And I now have very different needs for a business, for money than I did back then. So just the other day, actually, um, I was sitting with my daughters after school and they were having some hot chips before my daughter's calisthenic lesson. And I received this completely unexpected, painful client just show up, like just literally opened my, I uh, opened my Stripe app on my phone um, to get the address for somewhere I needed to send a book for someone who purchased a book, um, just to write that down, to, to prepare that. And I was just like, oh my God, there's an extra, you know, few thousand dollars in my Stripe account. 
um, from a new painful client, like so exciting. And, and I was talking to my daughters about that because I'm normalizing relationship with money and celebration with money. And I want my children to celebrate things about money because imagine if you took yourself back to childhood and celebrated and were taught to celebrate money and were taught to get excited about money and the power and the possibility and potential that money could bring you. Goodness me, how life would be different now. And so I'm very committed to doing that for myself and for my modeling that for my children as well. And so my girls were like, oh my, you know, they were really excited and they were like, oh, we could do this or we could do that. And so then was my learning lesson of being, you know, as custodians of money, you know, and I was explaining to them that, well, no, this, this isn't my money per se. This is the business's money. And these are the things that the, the, the business needs of this money. And this is, these are the things that, you know, the responsibilities that this money has to do. It's not just literally put it in my pocket and let's go on a shopping spree. You know, businesses have a role to do. And of course, there's always the opportunity to extend the belief around they're getting, you know, taking, I'm a big, big fan of taking a stand for the end. So you can have responsibilities covered, duties done and money for fun and play and so forth that I believe fully in. But again, money is going to always be wanting and needing different things from you. And so whilst I feel this podcast has potentially been more about story time with Jess and oversharing about all my different roles and needs with money (laughs) through life and conversations with my children, I know that you can see yourself in this picture. And I know that you're placing yourself in those conversations and reasons. And I know that you're now reflecting on what money used to need from you and what money currently needs from you and how that is even going to be different to what money will need from you in the future. You know, what what hundred air needs from you is going to be different from what thousand air needs from you is going to be different to what millionaire needs from you. Okay, so all these different levels and layers of money and income and wealth and growth are going to require different things of you. But if we still keep our blinkers on and we're still just fixated on, no, no, but I need money for this, we're completely missing the point, which is you don't need anything because as soon as you focus on what you need, if you if you say we need milk, that means you don't have milk or you don't have enough milk, <laughs> right? So if you're saying I need money for this, what you're actually saying is I don't have money for this. Now, when you say I don't have, you are you are further embedding that into your reality. So I want you to be even letting go of the word and the energy around needing something And instead asking, how can I be a match to receive that? And what if I declare that that is mine and it's on its way to me and I fully believe that and I'm going to show up today and I'm going to ask, who do I need to be as the woman who has that? Okay, so for example, when it comes to milk, who do I need to be as the woman who has milk in her house? Well, she gets in the car and she drives to the petrol station or the supermarket and gets milk. She adds it to her shopping list, perhaps. Um, you know, you ask your partner to bring it home or whatever the case may be. It's like, well, what if, you know, you don't question whether you're worthy of having milk to put on your cereal or to make coffee or, you know, so we want to be kind of just approaching all of your desires and manifestations in that way and having that lighthearted, playful, just putting yourself in the picture conversation. Because another thing that I know to be true is, 
just as you don't want to spend time with the person in your family or your friendship or necessarily even a client perhaps who you're never enough for, who they're never happy, they always want more. You don't want to surround yourself with that person. Don't be that person for money. Don't be the person that money doesn't want to be around (laughs) because that's going to make life wildly uncomfortable for you and money and you're going to find it very difficult to grow the wealth and the impact and the income that you know that you are meant for. So I hope that through today's podcast, you're starting to shine the light and get some realizations and some insights around who not only what you desire from money, but what money is desiring from you. And if to sum it up in a, you know, elevator pitch prospect, what money needs from you is certainty. It needs to trust you. It needs to feel safe in your presence. It needs to feel playful and light and joyful. It needs to be connected to a bigger purpose. You need to not be putting pressure on money to give you something that you're not giving yourself. You know, we can't expect money to give you security if you're not giving yourself security. (laughs) You know, think about the things that you're saying you want money to give you and then ask yourself where you're not giving that to yourself. I think that will be a really big, insightful exploration for you. And finally, money is needing and wanting you to take radical self-responsibility. Because just as when there's a person in your life who treats you like crap, and tries to make it you that's treating them like crap and tries to play the victim, money doesn't want to be around a victim. Money doesn't want someone who is blaming money or someone else or anything like that. Money wants you to take radical self-responsibility because a person who takes radical self-responsibility for where they are also has the complete and utter power and control to influence where they're going. And that's what I want for you as you create the financial freedom that you desire and deserve. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode, beautiful. It's been an absolute joy to share this space with you today. Uh, I very much just, my intention is really that you soak up and connect with who you're choosing to be for money, because that will completely change the trajectory of your bank account, your wealth, and most importantly, how you wake up feeling every day about your life and about your bank account. So, so much love and remember now is your time to create femme financial freedom. Go forth, prosper, conquer, shine and show up today like you own the whole damn world because you do own your whole world and it is your masterpiece and it wants you to love and enjoy every moment. So much love and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.